Hello, and welcome to Texans Talk Money. I'm Kyla, your host and a peer financial coach at Texan Smart. Every episode, we will be joined by another peer financial coach from my office, where we will be navigating all the roads on how to handle your money as a college student. So sit back and get your wallets ready to be Texan Smart. Hello, and welcome back to Texans Talk Money. This is Kyla, your host. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about something that a lot of college students probably know about, might have a little bit of experience with them, might have them, the dreaded student loans. So let's get into it. My co-host today is Juan Gallardo, and please introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, Thank you for having me. My name is uh, Juan Gallardo. I am the director for Texan Smart Financial Education Center here at Tarleton State University, and I also teach uh, personal finance classes over at our wonderful College of Business. Ooh, that sounds like some fun times. <laughs> oh, they are a lot of fun. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about, like I said just a second ago, we're going to be talking about student loans, our background with student loans, what they are and how you get them, and some resources and information and tips that we can provide to you to help you better your loan and your better your information on student loans. So let's get started. I think the first thing I'd like to talk about is our experience with student loans. I know I have them. I have some unsubsidized student loans. And I feel like as I progress in my college career, since I am a junior, I will accrue more student loans. If I believe that's the right terminology for that. What about you, Juan? I actually do have student loans as well. I accrued student loans um, as an undergraduate. Uh, I a couple a little bit as a graduate student, but most of my student loans were trying to get my, my first degree, my bachelor's degree. So did that, uh, did you do any, uh, did you have any student loans going into your doctorate or master's program? I did. So as I was, as a first generation college student, we really don't have a lot of support from our parents or low income student, I would say. We don't have a lot of support from our parents to, to provide and pay the education, not because they don't want to, but because they just don't have um, the, the income to help us pay for college. So I went on to student loans and um, my undergraduate degree, I took out student loans practically, I, not practically, I took out student loans every year, mm-hmm. um, but it was a good investment as I was able to graduate and finish through. It sounds like they were good to you. I feel like a lot of people's opinion of student loans probably isn't the highest just because it's borrowing a lot of money. It can be scary. I know I personally, I think because I understand student loans, they don't scare me as much now. I know before I got this job, I was absolutely terrified of them. But now that I've worked and done a lot of research on, on them, I think I'm more comfortable and more confident with my student loan knowledge. No, absolutely. I, I think um, a lot of us are just afraid of debt in general, not just student loans. But the fact that you're 18 years old and you're committing to paying $5,000 back to the federal government that you borrow can be a little bit scary. But you have to remember what the purpose of student loans are, right? And it's to help you graduate and and continue that degree. So as long as you're able to do that and borrow responsibly, then it's okay. It's not as daunting as as it may be. I know a lot of the times we hear um, in the news or lately um, we'll read some articles that say, wow, 100,000 in student loan debt and I don't know what to do with my life. Um, It's common, but it's not as common as you might think, I, I, I believe. 
I, I think I agree with you on that. I know that both of us have done, I think you've definitely done more with student loans than I have, but I've been able to put on an event here in our office called Smart Borrowing, where we went through a whole bunch of different stages that you might encounter through your student loan journey. We talked about coming into college, what to do while you're in college, and then what do you do whenever you graduate, going on to graduate school, things like that. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you've done with student loans? Sure. Uh, well, through my bachelor's, um, took them out, uh, and then they were on, on deferment because I continued and got a, a master's degree, so I didn't necessarily have to pay. So after I finished my master's, I took a two-year break, so I paid into my student loans for about two years and then started my Ph.D., and during while I was doing uh, my PhD, I didn't I didn't pay any uh, any student loans uh, there as well. But now that I'm finished, uh, student loan interest is frozen and payments are too. So I haven't uh, I haven't paid into them just yet. But I know that I'm going to have to start. I know for college students like me who came in during that, it's been kind of like a nice, easy thing to not really have to worry about the interest, like coming into those loans, they're a solid number. So I don't really have to worry about them moving unless I take more loans out. I know around the office, you like to say student loans are your baby from all the research that you've done with them through your doctorate program. Well, absolutely. I, I think um, I'm one of the ones who actually believes that student loans, if used responsibly, can be very beneficial for individuals. Um, I honestly would not have graduated uh, college or even my bachelor's without the use of student loan debt. Uh, but again, it's an investment. It's an investment on yourself. Mm -hmm. And the return on that investment tends to be uh, relatively high. So therefore, um, I'm, I'm one of those who, who believes that if you invest well in yourself, you should have a, an adequate return. I, I like I really like the way you put that. So I think that's a good way to start off with our opinions. So let's kind of get into what are student loans. So I define student loans. I found a definition online, and I would say that this is also something I agree with. Money, it's money that's given to you to pay for school and the fees that come with it. This would encompass like dining hall, housing, uh, I guess textbooks can be included in that. Just the things that you do on campus that you're paying for, I know for certain universities you can find an itemized bill of this. I know this is true here at Tarleton that you can go on your DuckTracks account, which is where you can pay your bills and things like that, and find an itemized bill for your housing or for your school bill so that you know what you're paying for and you're not just kind of being left in the dark about what you're paying for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's true for almost any university uh, here in the U.S. that will give you that itemized bill. Um, for me, student loans are opportunity. And I say that because um, a lot of us aren't able to pay for college. A mm -hmm. lot of us aren't able to, to fund the cost of higher education. So we use them. We use the loans to be able to do so. So that's how I define them. Um, it, strategically, I would say there it's more borrowed funds. Mm -hmm. Um, and anything that you borrow, you have to pay back. So you ha always have to borrow responsibly. Yes. I, I'll, I'll keep on touching back to this, but I just like that you put a positive spin on it because media doesn't tend to put a positive spin on student loans. It's always like debt, bad, like color red everywhere. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of the times we see that because the way that media portrays student loans is 
it's automatically scary, right? They look at the student loan debt and, and you look at it and say, oh my goodness, we're, al we're almost up to $2 trillion in student loan debt. Well, if you take that into about 50,000 borrowers at half that uh, averages, it averages out a little bit less than, than what you would assume. Now, the problem, it's not that student loan exists. You know, the problem is that some individuals don't borrow responsibly. And that's why we have uh, those horror stories where individuals uh, are not able to pay back their payments. And what I mean by borrowing responsibly is more of, hey, if I am going to be a teacher and I'm going to live in the Dallas area, it is my responsibility to look at how much that teacher is earning, how much do they get paid, right? Let's say, you know, now I'm just making this up $50,000 uh, $50, a year. Well, then I have to keep that in mind now for what I borrow. Mm -hmm. I cannot graduate with $100,000 in debt if my uh, first year salary is going to be 50000 right? Right. So we have to be cognizant of the fact that whatever we borrow now, we're going to pay with future money because you are borrowing against your future income. Yes. I, that's such a great way to put it. So I think talking about student loans, let's talk about the different types of student loans that were offered. I think there's some of the more basic ones like subsidized and unsubsidized. Subsidized loans are loans that are based on financial need. They're offered to undergraduate students and they are loans that you don't have to pay interest on while in school. The government takes, pay, takes care of that. As long as you are in school half-time and it's also during the deferment period that you don't have to pay entrance on these loans. Another type of loan are the unsubsidized loans. These are the loans for your undergraduate and graduate students, but they are not based on need and interest is going to be charged unless you're in a period right now where the interest rates are frozen. Uh, interest isn't charged while you're in school or it is excuse me, it is charged while you are in school and during the deferment period and your grace period. Yeah, and on top of that, you have your Parent PLUS loans, right? Yes. Where your parents can actually borrow up to the cost of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, how and then you end up having these uh, private loans as well, where uh, individuals might go to outside entities such as a bank and borrow that. Um, one of the things just to just be a little bit cautious about that is the interest rates when you borrow private loans or, mm -hmm. or from private entities, uh, they tend to be a little bit higher uh, yes. than uh, than if you if you borrow from the federal government and. At times, uh, you may have to pay that back uh, instantaneously. There's no grace period or, or anything. So uh, in some instances, you may not, but for the most part, I think you have to. I think if you are looking to take out student loans, your best option is to apply for your student loans through the uh, FAFSA, through the free application of, oh, I'm blanking right now. <laughs> Federal application. I think of financial aid. Yes, that. Something like that, right? Something like that. Yeah, FAFSA. FAFSA. But apply through that. That will take all of your information through IRS and things that you tell it about your payment, if your parents are paying for college with you, your parents' information, and take all of that into account and give you options for student loans. I know this is what I do, and it's been great. Um, I would say 
use private loans as your last resource. Use loans in period as your last resource, but private loans like specifically. I think it's just harder for people right now who are trying to learn how to be responsible. That's just, I feel like that's just kind of throwing you into the deep end. Like that's my opinion on it. Private loans are throwing you into the deep end with student loans, and it's just kind of harder that way. Yeah, no, I, I love when you said, you know, use loans as your last resource. I, I think you've you've hit uh, the nail in the head right there. Uh, for the most part, you always want to use your free money first, right, your scholarships, uh, your grants, and then whatever's left over uh, in forms of student loans if you need to. I mean, if you're able to have savings, some of us are not that fortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you are and you're able to work and, and uh, through the summer and generate some type of savings, I think student loans in general should be used as one of your last resources because, remember, anything you borrow, you're going to have to pay back, right? Yes. I think that's a great way to put it. Uh, I, I guess skimming over a little bit of what the application process is like. Uh, ah, I hear, I found it in my notes. So FAFSA stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid form. It is based, I found this definition on their website, is based on the results of your FAFSA application, your college, or your career school while you send a financial aid off which will send you a financial aid offer, which may include federal student loans. Your student, your school will explain how to accept all or a part of your aid offer. Sorry, my mouth got kind of jumbled there <laughs> no, saying that. I, you know, I, I love the part when you say your school will explain that. And I think a lot of students, they don't, under, they don't necessarily understand student loans. Uh, they don't ask. Yes. And uh, financial aid offices are there to help you understand some of that concept. Uh, there's offices like ours, you know, Texan Smart, that'll help you understand those concepts. So use those resources wisely. Um, student loans can be a little bit tricky at, at times, and they can be difficult to understand, especially for a student who has never incurred any debt or has never heard of them, right? Think about how you were when you were a first-year student, and all of a sudden here we throw out, uh, you know, hundreds of new words for you to know and understand and expect you to be an expert on that, right? Yes, I will say I'm grateful for this introduction class that I took during my freshman year. All freshmen here at Tarleton are required to take it. But we were told to do these forms called Which Way, and it's a module that Texan Smart sends out and pays for for our students to take. And it, it may have been a bit tedious at times, but I will say I learned so much through that. Like it wasn't just about student loans, but I think the main thing I took away was from student loans and having that and telling you right there when you first come into school, like. This is what you're getting into. You should know what you're getting into. And I think that's a great thing that Texan Smart has been bringing to students that students have been able to learn about is what finances are, especially student loans. I know we have students come into our office sometimes uh, looking for financial aid, but we're here. And while they're there, we give them all these resources that they didn't know about or they weren't informed on. And they go away with a new perspective and I think we just help them out so much with that. Absolutely. And I think nobody in, in any university wants you to uh, go batting blindfolded, right? Uh, that's how sometimes it feels like when you don't understand student loans. You don't know where the ball is coming or when it's coming. You just know you have to swing. Yes. And sometimes you might get a hit. Sometimes you may not. But in reality, um, there's financial aid offices and there's offices like like ours that will help you remove that blindfold yes. and help you understand that a little bit more. I 
totally agree with that. I think hmm. so coming up with like the resources that we're talking about, like which way, are there any other resources or tips or information that you can offer our listeners here today? I think there's a lot of information out there on the FAFSA website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that website has a, a ton of information on student loans, anything and everything from what are they to how do you apply to when do I have to pay those back and how do I have to pay those back. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't yet, uh, go ahead and read through that. I think that's um, a very, very good resource for us. Uh, there's a lot of YouTube videos that will explain some of those concepts um, as well. And financial aid offices or officers, right? Individuals yes. who work in financial aid should have a better understanding than than some of us who, who are looking at it from the outside in, right? Yes, I totally agree. They're here to help us, and I think we should take the opportunity to get that help. Absolutely. So I, th- I think a few tips that I'd like to offer, um, I wrote them down here. Only take out the loans if you must, like I said earlier. Only take them out if you absolutely have to. Don't take more than you need. If you are offered uh, 6000 in loans and you only need like 2500 take just the 2500 Don't take more than you have to because that's just more interest. And the longer you have to pay off those loans and they have to be something that you deal with in your life. Um, consider federal student loans before private loans. Um, and pay off interest while in while you're in school. Pay that interest off while you're in school because it your interest will grow interest on itself while it's sitting there. So it's a great thing just to take off while you're in school. You don't have to worry about it once you graduate. It's it's the wonderful world of compounding, right? And I, I think you also have to keep in mind what your future income is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so do a little bit of research of how how much you're going to earn. Um, where you're going to live, what job you want to have after your first year. Yes. And borrow according to that. Know what your budget, uh, know what your future budget is allowing you to borrow today. Yes. And I think a lot of the times we lose tra- track of that and we think that maybe we're going to graduate and get a $200,000 a year job, which I hope and I wish that uh, that on everyone. But the reality is that may not necessarily be the case. So be conscientious of what your future income is going to look like mm-hmm. uh, and borrow based on that now. I I think that's great, and I think that's a great note to end on. Thank you, Juan, for coming here and talking to us here today about student loans. And listeners, I hope that you took something away from this, and I'll see you on the next episode, or I'll, I'll talk to you on the next episode. And remember, be well, be ready, be Texan smart.